0: Old-fashioned football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by our Mini Helmet Contest. The SGP Mini Helmets are now in the store and we're giving away one for free. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet to enter that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet.
1: Old fashioned football. You make this deal right now, you pancake eating mother. All right. So deal. I'm going to put a lot of voting on and put a lot of voting on and put a lot of voting Old Football.
0: Welcome, welcome to Old Fashioned Football. We are getting closer and closer to the Fantasy Football Championships. And before I continue, by the way, my name is Justin Mark. You can find me on Twitter at jmarkfootball. But let me bring in my co-host, the lovely Miranda, my wifey, at jmark's wifey on Twitter. Miranda, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing good. I'm um good to be back after being sick last week it's been a little rough around here lately and I feel like whatever I had is moving on to you you're like at the beginning stages of it
0: (laughs) definitely feeling it that is for sure Mm -hmm. but uh we have one week of playoffs done yes in most leagues anyways we have one that's yet to start Mm -hmm. but most leagues playoff week one is over how'd you do
1: We won't talk about the two leagues where I'm in the Toilet Bowl playoffs. (laughs) So (laughs) those are just out of sight, out of mind right now. I did secure the win last night in Nick's league. So Mr. Nick Fortune, I'm going to be taking home that money. Um, (laughs) I don't think my win in that league played out too well for you, did it?
0: No. um, (laughs) I believe it was a, if you lost and I won, I was in, but you owe the only tiebreaker because you beat me during the regular mm-hmm. season, so you so hear that, that everybody,
1: sucks. I beat him <laughs> during the regular season. So yeah, I move on into the final four in that league, which w- is exciting.
0: It will be interesting to see how that plays out because there's one other guy in that league that has this is going to have the same record after this week. Mm-hmm. He's going to lose, and I don't know if I have the tiebreaker over him. So there okay. is a scenario where we both be a make
1: scenario. it. Okay. Yes well fingers crossed i for sure don't have to worry about that scenario i'm in <laughs>
0: that's right
1: and then in our royal rumble league which is my big money league <laughs> um i have a first week buy, so i've just been sitting back and relaxing and just watching that one play out nice <laughs> but the real stressor is the listener league so i am playing ff bourbon dude who is Brad and he co-hosts one of the other SGPN fantasy football podcasts. You can catch him live with dynasty dorks every week. Um, anyways, look at me all being nice when I'm <laughs> stressing about this. I finished out last night at 129.9 points. Sleeper currently has him projected to beat me by 0.06 points. So really it all comes down to tonight's game. Cause he just has Rogers left to play. I need Rodgers to perform like he did in weeks 12 and 13 and I'm golden. He cannot get 16.7 points on me.
0: Well, that's going to be a close one.
1: It is. I'm going to be sweating tonight. So <laughs> I still like I wish him luck, but I'm hoping <laughs> I'm hoping Rodgers sucks tonight. <laughs>
0: Aren't we all? I so. mean, as as Bears fans, we're all hoping Rodgers sucks. Well,
1: and I like have extra motivation for that. <laughs> uh, how are you doing in the playoffs, Justin? Because I heard all day yesterday, projected to lose by six. Oh, I'm projected to lose by four. Projected to win by five. Oh, I'm projected to lose by two. It just went on and on all day yesterday. How are you doing?
0: Yeah, you can drive yourself nuts. <laughs> Watching those projections, and I most certainly do drive myself nuts watching those projections. Um, in the league we run, I had a first-round bye, so just kind of watching mm-hmm. everybody play out. In our fun league, I had a first-round bye. Those in... are the
1: two leagues I'm in the toilet bowl.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> well, at least I'm representing the mark. At least you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, the Rumble, I did not make it. I was one game behind of making the playoffs, so want-want to that. Um, but yes, the the league you're alluding to, which is my my big money league, um, Sunday morning I was projected to lose by 22. I figured there was not much hope. I am currently 29.9 points ahead, and he's got Watson and Rogers, or not Rogers, Watson and Aaron Jones. Now, Watson has had 20 point games, so mm-hmm. it's it's not out of the woods. I'm projected to win. We're both but
1: gonna be sweating during tonight's yes, game. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes. I know you've poked fun at me. Before for, um, it always comes down to Monday night. So Mm -hmm. now you get a little taste of that, I feel like. I do. So before we continue, Miranda, one of our favorite parts, what are we drinking today?
1: Today we are drinking Bad Sweater, which is by Cook and Savage. If you've listened to us prior, that might sound familiar as it is made by the same distiller as Burning Chair that we have had on our show before. But anyway, more to come on that later
0: yeah and before we continue this was one that we didn't buy no but no it was not sent to us my dad bought it and didn't care for it so well
1: we found a surprise We get home last night we celebrated the holidays with your family over the weekend and we're home last night we're unpacking and surprise (laughs) there's (laughs) a bottle of (laughs) whiskey in our stuff
0: Um, he had told me that mm -hmm. we could have it because i tried it and i liked it yeah spoiler alert but um, he's like, well, you can have it then. <laughs> but yeah, but he we weren't expecting it. To, yeah, <laughs> yep,
1: it got slipped in there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's a bad sweater. It's it's freezing here, and we're only gonna get into the colder temperatures. Yes. So it with the holidays coming and the cold weather, this bad sweater sweater weather, <laughs> 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 whiskey is kind of. Very fitting for this week.
0: The bottle's cool looking. It's got a little um, scarf on Mm -hmm. and everything. We're not supposed to talk this much about whiskey this
1: early on, Justin.
0: Well, I'm just (laughs) excited about the whiskey. I I feel like being sick. I could use Mm -hmm. the whiskey. It'll help. This
1: is a. I mean, this is a good one with the little kick of spice. Okay. Again, we'll we'll get into this later on in the show.
0: (laughs) Right. We're brought to you by WinBet. WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays. Plus, for the hashtag DGENs only, try your luck at WinBet's parlay wheel. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Are you ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. Limited to state availability. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportscalmingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T and let them know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WINNBET to claim your free bet today. Offers subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where it play through winbet is available. If, if you're someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. Don't forget to enter the SGP Mini Helmet Contest. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet to enter. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. Well, Why don't instead of whiskey, we talk a little bit about the injury report, which is not as big as normal.
1: No, which is refreshing to see. and I'm sure everyone is a little relieved by that. However, um, there is a big injury on this list. The biggest injury, cold starting back Jonathan Taylor. He's unlikely to return this season after a high ankle sprain. Um, This is going to benefit, I think, Zach Moss, Deion Jackson. More on that a little later as well.
0: Yeah, that w- that one hurts. Um, mm-hmm. I was just trying to look up what his overall ranking is right now, but I know he was one of the top running backs to go off the board he in, was, in drafts.
1: He was. It was Jonathan Taylor and Christian McCaffrey. Yeah.
0: Okay, and his p- position rank mm-hmm. is 25 in a half PPR. So not only does your 101 draft pick – um have a terrible year but now for the fantasy football playoffs he's out he's he's out yeah that hurts Mm -hmm. um Jets quarterback Mike White missed this last week and is being evaluated for rib injury they still don't know if he's going to be ready because they do have the Thursday game so we might be looking at Zach Wilson to get the start again which so yeah just kind of watch watch on that because that does affect the receivers
1: Atlanta running back Caleb Huntley suffered an ankle injury he's not their starter so probably doesn't affect you but if you have Tyler Allgaier or Cordero Patterson you have more confidence starting them without Huntley taking some of those touches away from them
0: yeah agreed because it was kind of all three of them getting mm-hmm. there so and that just popped up on my phone um just a little bit ago it's apparently an Achilles injury so uh-huh. that sucks
1: yeah that's gonna be a bad one yep well I like we said, we had a pretty short injury report. Hopefully tonight's game, um, we don't add, maybe, we don't add too many more to
0: this. Unless it's Rogers, <laughs> Jones, and Watson, because that would benefit it. No, I'm just kidding. You Never should. wish for no. injuries.
1: <laughs> um, But Justin, who is our Sir Throws-A-Lot this week?
0: Yeah, so this week, Sir Throws-A-Lot, throwing the ball. I feel like my voice is like we're both more kind of... radio voice than <laughs> oh, than the podcast. Like... They say
1: we're both kind of like... <laughs> A little stuffy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Next up, we're gonna have guns and roses on no <laughs> uh, so this week Sir throws a lot, throwing the ball fifty-four times, which is a great number by the way. I always think of Brian Erlacher. Yes, I so we'll have my
1: Erlacher jersey. There you go.
0: Um, it was Kirk Cousins in their comeback victory over the Colts. Cousins threw for four hundred and sixty yards and four touchdowns, completing thirty-four. Another great Walter Bears Bayton. number, Walter Payton, of his fifty-four passes. Now, now poor Matt Ryan, his opponent. The Colts are up thirty-three to nothing at half. And ended up losing thirty-six to thirty-three. It's the biggest point differential blown by a team since you guessed it. Matt Ryan and the Falcons were down <laughs> twenty-eight to three in the third quarter of the Super Bowl to Tom Brady and the Patriots. Like, how unfortunate to be on mm-hmm. the quarterback side of both of those blown leads.
1: Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly.
0: Just <laughs> uh, for our studs and duds, why don't we talk about some studs, Miranda, even though again the mothership, Kramer and Sean think I should not let you do the studs. But I anyways. am
1: going to do the studs this week. <laughs> Bills quarterback Josh Allen projected twenty two point seven, pretty good projection. Finished with thirty five point eight six. Yes,
0: this is important because mm-hmm. it's playoffs, obviously. Yeah. So you you love when your studs are studs, uh, Mister Sir throws a lot. Kirk Cousins, who I did play against in the league, projected sixteen point four. Finished with thirty
1: four point four. Ouch. Moving on to running backs, Chiefs running back Jarek McKinnon. This is the second week in a row where he's projected ten point four and finished with thirty point two. At this point, I think he is a must start in a flex spot.
0: Hundred percent agree. And then Falcons running back Travis Algar. We talked about him getting elevated with Caleb Huntley hurt. Mm He was projected seven point two. He finished with twenty two point one.
1: Hopefully, we can rely on that with Huntley being (laughs) out. That that balance there is going to, I mean, it's going to boost the numbers for Algaier and Patterson. Patterson, thank you. (laughs) Wide receivers for you. Jags wide receiver Zay Jones is projected 10.7, finished with 34.9.
0: That's a big game. Uh, Vikings wide receiver KJ Osborne projected 5.7. He finished with 26.7.
1: Tight ends. It seems like we've been waiting for this guy to break out. But tight end George Kittle finally had his game, projected 9.2, finished with 26.3.
0: He's definitely been on the duds more than the studs Mm -hmm. this year. Um, And another tight end, a guy we mentioned on our waiver um, as a waiver wire pickup on the pod halfway through the season, Jawan Johnson, tight end for the Saints. Projected 6.3, finished with 20.7. Uh, more on him later because I found something interesting. But oh, really? Yes, yeah. Why don't we talk about duds All first, right.
1: though? <laughs> to get us started on some dud quarterbacks, this one, I mean, it didn't hurt me. It hurts me to see it, but <laughs> it didn't affect my playoffs. I still secured a spot in the playoffs. Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert was projected 19.2. He finished with 8.7. Very disappointing for me. But I had players pick up his slack this week.
0: Yeah, I have him in the Rumble. So it didn't mm-hmm. matter because I'm not in the playoffs. But um, would have rather started Justin Fields. Uh, Ravens quarterback Tyler Huntley. He's filling in for injured Lamar Jackson. Projected 16.5. If you were hoping to get some of that magic he had last year, did not have it to, uh, this last Sunday. Finished with 5.02.
1: Mm-hmm. Moving on to our running backs. Eagles running back Miles Sanders was projected 13.2 against the Bears, which seemed like a guarantee, (laughs) but he finished with 1.4. That's game. So we were celebrating the holidays with your family yesterday, but we did kind of follow along here and there. It was a crazy game. I feel like we gave the Eagles, we gave them a game to fight for. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um. You were right in your picks that we were not going to beat the Eagles. I didn't have faith that we were going to beat the Eagles. Um, but Jay Fields, he's just something. By the way, I just wanted to, to say this to put this in there. <laughs> How did my advice go for you, Justin?
0: Oh, yeah. So um, <laughs> in the, the big money league, I was bouncing uh, bouncing the question off Miranda. You know, mm-hmm. do I start? Justin Dak. Fields or Dak Prescott? Because I had Prescott in and we looked at it. And, um, you know, since I was projected to lose by 22, you had said take Fields because of his upside.
1: Mm-hmm. Well,. Not only that, like, yes, he has such a larger boom than Dak Prescott. Yeah. And you want to hope that. But even if you look at his lower numbers, the last three or four weeks, he's had over 20 points. And I feel like that's like a guarantee that you're going to get something. He is running.
0: True. We haven't
1: seen a game where he's not running.
0: Yeah. He he is becoming a stud. That is for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, he finished with three points, which isn't huge, but three points matters because this is going to come Who down. Finished Sorry, he finished with three more points. I was
1: going to say, um, <laughs> this is not, what are you looking at? <laughs> no,
0: Fields finished with three more points more than points, Prescott yes. is what I meant. <laughs> Which, um, it's only three points, but three points matters. It matters. Especially well, when, look at me you know, tonight,
1: it's a point zero six.
0: Yeah, exactly. If it
1: goes the way that they are projecting.
0: I was disappointed that mm. I did not start David Montgomery. I thought mm-hmm. Eagles were going to shut us down. It was a really weird game, like, you were just talking about Miles Sanders being a dud. The Bears have a terrible rush defense, and they don't pound the rock with mm-hmm. Miles Sanders. It made zero sense to me. It was kind of a bad play calling um, by their their coach, which we haven't seen much this year. But anyways.
1: Yeah, we went on, on a pretty long side tangent there. Yeah. Yep. Well, <laughs> so overall, I should have
0: I should have started Montgomery because he's finished with 20, but instead I started this guy, Joe Mixon, projected 16.1. <laughs> he let me down with only 7.9 points.
1: I, I thought you were going to go on again about the Eagles and the Bears, <laughs> and I was about ready to, like, interrupt you again, but I see where you're going with Cut that. Cut me off. <laughs> Joe Mixon, another dud. Yes. All right, wide receivers. 49ers receiver Brandon Ayuk, who we expected to step up with Debo being out, but he, he was projected 11.5, only finished with 2.9.
0: what what? Uh Cardinals wide receiver Marquise. Steal my <laughs> <laughs> Cardinals wide receiver Marquise Brown projected 10, finished with 3.9. He went against that tough Denver de- defense, and that's exactly why I benched him this week.
1: Oh, is it? Is, yes, is that why? <laughs> it is why. Tight ends for you. Um
0: Thank you. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Steelers tight end, Pat Fryer move. He... <laughs> Must have looked at Trubisky's wife wrong or something, (laughs) because he was projected with 8.4. He didn't even get a point. He finished with a goose egg.
0: Ouch. Um, And continuing to disappoint me, Mark Andrews projected 10.1, finished with 4.6. That has
1: been a disappointing tight end this year.
0: Yeah. Well, he started great, but then he got injured, and when he came back, just something hasn't been right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time of the podcast. When we talk about waiver wires, Miranda, why don't you give us your first waiver?
1: All right. My first waiver wire is a quarterback because we have some breaking news. As of just a little bit ago, reports have stated that Hurts may miss the game against the Cowboys due to a shoulder injury. So I'm throwing this one out there (laughs) last minute here. His backup is Gardner Minshew. And he could draw the start and have a lot of appeal, I think in a super flex or two quarterback formats, or just if you have Jalen hurts and didn't have a backup, Minshew mania was a big deal in Jacksonville and he is capable of moving the ball down the field, especially with a roster as talented as the Eagles. This is, I feel like this is huge. (laughs) The fact that Jalen hurts might be missing that game just for some, Stats to throw out at everybody. Jalen Hurts is started in 90% of leagues. He is the number one ranked quarterback. So for those of you relying on him in your playoffs, you might not have him. And I would be looking at Gardner Minshew. He is currently only rostered in 16% of leagues. So there's a pretty good chance he's going to be out there and available for anyone to grab up. Um, Depending on how desperate you are, I mean, if you're just looking to just grab him, for some backup or potential, maybe 5 to 10% of your fab, if you need him because you don't have a backup and you had Jalen Hurts, I might throw more at it than that.
0: you got two more weeks to do your fab. So Mm -hmm. if this is a desperation thing where you have no quarterback, is this a 100% situation? Throw everything?
1: And how many people who have Jalen Hurts are going to have a really good backup quarterback?
0: Right. Yeah, it depends. Um, I do. I have Justin Fields. Okay, well, you're the (laughs) exception. Uh, I don't know if you remember from this offseason, but um, Gardner Minshew, he's a weird dude, nice mustache, really Mm -hmm. cool mustache, but uh, (laughs) said that he was not going to go number two to the bathroom because he refused to be at number two. No joke, he he said that. I do not remember him saying (laughs) that. (laughs) Yes. Unfortunately for him, he's become the backup to Jalen Hurts like Mm -hmm. we all assumed, but... Anyways, yeah, that's a big one. Um, Yeah,
1: that's going to impact some people's playoffs for sure.
0: Absolutely. Another impact we talked about a little bit earlier, Jonathan Taylor being down with an ankle injury. He's going to miss the rest of the regular season. They're not going to make the playoffs, so he's going to miss the rest of the season. Now, there's two options here. They have running back Deion Jackson or Zach Moss. Jackson's rostered in 31% of leagues. Moss is rostered in 23% of leagues. I'd consider 20% fab on either is I, I actually think they have equal value. I think this is going to be a bit of a Mm timeshare, but the Colts have Zach Moss after that trade deadline, or they got him right before the trade deadline. And he actually took over last week when Taylor went out getting the bulk of the carries. He carried the ball 24 times for 81 yards. So I think he's going to kind of be their early down short yardage back as well as a goal line back. However, he's never been the guy and he kind of doesn't have that it flashy factor to pick up big chunks. But I think he's worth a flyer um, for a flex play. Dion Jackson, though, I think is also worth picking up. Uh, he carried the ball thirteen times for fifty-five yards. However, earlier in the season, before they had Moss, he filled in for Taylor and had eleven point one and twenty-three point one fantasy points. They play. But he the... has
1: that potential. Yeah, I'm he just going to throw that to <laughs> be that
0: guy. So um, they play the Chargers and Giants in the next two weeks. Chargers are pretty tough, but it could set up for a fantasy football championship game against the Giants, who have allowed a lot of rushing yards per game.
1: Another running back for you, Marlon Mack, and I can't believe I'm saying this, (laughs) the Denver Broncos, (laughs) rostered in 23% of leagues. For the second week in a row now, Mack has found himself relevant and has scored a touchdown. Last week, he had 62 receiving yards and a receiving touchdown. This week, he had... Five carries for 37 yards and a rushing touchdown as well as 26 receiving yards so he's staying involved in this offense that needs to rely on the run um they can't re- rely on that pass game
0: no not at all
1: and denver has the rams and chiefs coming up so mac might be kind of like that sneaky flex play especially if he's going to continue that trend of scoring a touchdown each game
0: can I point out, I find it interesting, we go from Jonathan Taylor being out, he's the guy that replaced Marlon Mack, to talking <laughs> about the guys that are going to replace him. And then Marlon Mack, still relevant. Like, <laughs> yeah, what world are we living in that Marlon Mack's still relevant? Eh,
1: he's still relevant right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I don't know. He's in and out relevant.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> but yes, also, I just, a little bonus to throw in there too. Well, I don't know if I said this, maybe 10% of fab on Mack, depending on... It really all just depends on your desperation levels. I mean, we only have two weeks of fab left. If you have a lot left, um, I know I have quite a bit left in one of our leagues, and I don't think I'm going to use it, knock on wood. Um, But also, Jarek McKinnon, um, he's rostered in 60% of leagues, so doesn't necessarily meet our requirements for the waiver wire targets that we're bringing you every week. But he's still available in 40% of leagues, and I would go pick him up right now as he's scored close to 30 points in the last two games.
0: Yeah, he's been...
1: both the last two games. Been
0: surprisingly good. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to shift gears a little bit and talk about a wide receiver. He was on our stud list, KJ Osborne. He's rostered in 40% of leagues. Now, he is still kind of a wide receiver three um, on the Vikings, so I would say 10% fab, but... He had a huge game against the Colts, and even though Justin Jefferson's obviously the number one guy, and they also have Thielen and Hawkinson that get involved, but Osborne's a yes. guy that the defense kind of they kind of forget about him. And that allows him to make some of those big plays. He caught ten of sixteen passes this past week, 157 yards and a touchdown. He's got flex appeal and an offense that throws the ball a lot. And Adam Thielen's not getting any younger. So maybe <laughs> looking at like dynasty purposes yes, dynasty or is what I was keeper. Keeper um, situations, Thielen may be on his way out the door. We don't know for sure, but um, that would be K.J. Osborne being the wide receiver, too. And we know the defense is Mm -hmm. focused on stopping Justin Jefferson.
1: Just to kind of throw this out there, just made me think of it like we're when we're looking at these waiver wires, we're thinking about like playoffs and immediate needs. But maybe you're not in the playoffs because I know in the league, the dynasty league where I'm in the toilet bowl playoffs right now. I dropped people. I picked up people already that I've been thinking about that, about dynasty-wise. Like, just because you're not in the playoffs right now doesn't mean you can't be hitting the waiver wire and looking for those people who maybe they got drafted, like drafted for a low dollar amount and got dropped in the season, but they are relevant and they're still out there or people had to drop somebody to, you know. I would be snatching up people right now. To, and thinking about next season and what your keepers are going to look like and what you want your roster to look like next season, now is the time to do that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And next week is your last opportunity for waivers because after the championship, it's shut off. You mm-hmm. can't add players in most leagues. So next episode, uh, next week, we are going to not only do waivers, but go over guys that might not have an impact this year, Mm -hmm. but are excellent keeper options for maybe having an impact next year. So make sure you come back next week to check that out.
1: Yes. One other thing I know we'll probably talk about this next week, but I've also been looking at the injured reserve.
0: Yeah. That's where I go.
1: I go to the very bottom. (laughs) I go to like your wide receivers, scroll all the way down to those people who are projected zero points because they're on the injured reserve or maybe they're suspended this season. Mm -hmm. Hint, 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 (laughs) (laughs) just things like that to think about for next year, people who weren't even drafted this
0: year. Gee, I wonder who could that could be.
1: Oh, I wonder. <laughs> okay. Um next, another wide receiver for you. Rashid Shahid, wide receiver for the Saints. Fun name. Fun name.
0: <laughs> it's like uh Carthel Sherel. Carthel Shirel. I know nobody Rashid listening to this knows what that means except you, me, and my parents maybe, but that was a driver (laughs) of my dad's, and I just thought it was a great name, Carthel, (laughs) Sherell.
1: Okay. (laughs) Well, Rashid Shahid is rostered in 20% of leagues. He's a guy I would go 15% of your fab on, um... He has some boom. He also has that bust potential. However, this last week, he's hauled in three or four targets for 95 yards and a touchdown. He's got big playability and is a very fast player. Um, he's he's also been their leading receiver for the Saints yeah. in the last two games as he's building that good chemistry with the red rifle, Andy <laughs> Dalton. <laughs> Andy Dalton still being relevant to is a it's weird, weird. <laughs> concept. Um, Yeah. So he does have some tough matchups coming up, but it's worth a flyer, at least for like a flex spot
0: and a young guy. So again,
1: dynasty potential to
0: think about because we don't know what that receiving room will look like next no. year. Um, my next one is also on the Saints tight end Juwan Johnson, 35% rostered. I would do 15 to 20% fab now. Mur, here's one of those things that it just doesn't make sense, okay? Okay. Sometimes we see players get ignored because it doesn't seem like a sexy pickup. Or you might say, Juwan who? <laughs> However, how does this make sense? Juwan Johnson's rostered in 35% of leagues. He's a 7th or 8th ranked tight end, depending on your scoring. He's a top 10 tight end, where most of us play in a 10 or 12 team league and he's not rostered in 50% of leagues. How does that make sense?
1: It doesn't. People people don't pay attention to that tight end spot. Um, yeah. They're not looking at that. When, or they
0: go for the big names. You yeah, know. big um, names. But yeah, it makes zero sense to me. Last week he caught four of six targets for 67 yards and two touchdowns. Starting in week 17, um, sorry, week 7, his points in half PPR have been 17.7 and then a dud game at 2.4, but 11.2, 12.9, 12.2, He was then injured two games, had a bye. Then this last game, 20.7. That's averaging (laughs) 12.85 points. So that's averaging Mm -hmm. 12.85 points in those six games. One tight end has averaged more than that over that stretch, and that's Travis Kelsey.
1: We have mentioned Juwan Johnson.
0: Yeah, and nobody Uh, listens. And nobody (laughs)
1: listens. (laughs) And he's, like we said, depending on your scoring, is a top 10 tight end Yeah, and still... He's that unrostered and that that's crazy because you have 10, at least 10 teams in most leagues and you got to have your t- starting t- tight end.
0: Yeah, it's it is crazy. So that's our waivers for this week. Um, so we're going to talk about whiskey now because we love talking about whiskey. However, before we talk about whiskey, we're drinking our old fashioned and Miranda.
1: This would be talking about whiskey.
0: Yeah, yeah. What did I say?
1: Before we talk about whiskey. Oh,
0: well, this is talking about whiskey. <laughs> Before we get into the details of the whiskey, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, I have sick brain. <laughs> and, <laughs> it's, um,
1: a, it's been a, a thing yeah. in our house for We a have while.
0: <laughs> We have a development in Orange Gate. Would you care to share the development in Orange Gate here?
1: <laughs> and we're going to get into the Orange Gate files.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Orange Gate files. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: We have a fucking orange this week <laughs> in our old fashions.
0: Yes. <laughs> And and why do we have an orange? That's because the funny part.
1: Because while we were celebrating Christmas with your family, while reaching into my stocking, I pulled out not just one, but two oranges. <laughs> I was <laughs> quite the surprise. Got a lot of laughs. But your parents ensured that there would not be an Orange Gate issue in this house this week.
0: For Yeah, for at least a for, week or two. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, speaking of our old fashions that have an orange in them, I was the bartender tonight. Yeah. First time ever on this show. <laughs> Tell me how good these old fashions
0: are. It's not as good as mine, but it's very.
1: Are <laughs> you serious? <laughs> I feel like we need to name this old fashion and like put it on our menu because it's that
0: good. Put, I mean, I think part of, and I'm not discrediting your bartending skills. I think part of this old fashion is what we put in it. Because this is um, a really nice. So
1: you're going to take away. This is I'm a not, bomb old-fashioned. It is
0: a very good old-fashioned. You did a very good job. And I saw you in there tweaking a little bit. You taste a little, tweak a little. I did. I just make, I them wanted to them make them and bring them in the room. Big, no, I wanted, <laughs> Yeah,
1: and that's the problem. They're missing an orange. You didn't put it like... You put too much cherry juice. They're, I don't know. Let me just give you the deets on this oh, old-fashioned. Okay, okay? Break
0: it down for us. We do.
1: We have... It is our feature whiskey, Bad Sweater, which is a brown sugar, holiday spice flavored whiskey. Yes. And it definitely, you smell it, you taste it. It is a holiday spice. It's perfect for this week. Yeah. It is not a bottle you're going to be able to find any time of the year. So you can find this. Go get your hands on it. You won't disappoint. It's really good in a cocktail. To go along with that, I use brown sugar, our orange peel. A bordeaux cherry,
0: Ooh, fancy. <laughs> I
1: know. Um, and really, that's about it. <laughs> but no, really. Um, I instead of normal like our sugar cube or whatever, I use some brown sugar. We have that orange peel. The I think the cherries. There are so many different kinds of cherries, and it makes a difference in the drink.
0: Yeah. Oh, it, and this it's
1: is such a delicious cherry. So I picked this one out of our fridge because it just seemed more festive and wintry to me i also used our diamond ice cubes yeah Yep. giving it an extra touch <laughs> um and yeah i guess i used some ang- angostura.
0: angostura angostura i always mess it no. up too
1: angostura oh angostura. no it's not sutra It's <laughs> not the, the <laughs> comma sutra, <laughs> sutra <here. laughs>
0: angostura you're right
1: <laughs> it's angostura i was thinking
0: <laughs> okay. of something else and wink wink
1: bitters <laughs> I use a little bit of both, and it's really good. This is like we could go out and go to a bar downtown Des Moines and get an old-fashioned, a holiday old-fashioned, or a winter.
0: Winter old-fashioned. Yeah, or
1: sweater weather. I'm just going to call it sweater weather with our bad sweater.
0: (laughs) There you go. Um, but
1: it's good. Yeah, and shout out
0: to Savage and Cook. This is the second one we've had by them that mm-hmm. has been good in an old fashioned. I mean, it
1: stands out. It yeah. has that spice. It's so good in an old fashioned. Yeah, and
0: this is obviously very different from the burning chair, but mm-hmm. the burning chair had a strong taste that really stood out in the old fashioned.
1: So it doesn't lose itself. It makes a great holiday drink.
0: Yeah. Um Why don't you tell us a little I'm bit I'm going about it. to, give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> give it a minute, would you?
1: <laughs> um so to, yeah, just to kind of give you some background um like we said, made by Savage and Cook, they um the creator is Dave Finney, who for you wine drinkers out there, it was that we mentioned er, on our previous podcast, he was the creator of Prisoner Wine. He sold the rights and recipe to Prisoner Wine and then he opened up his own distillery. Um, this bad sweater whiskey, like I said, is a brown sugar and holiday spice flavored whiskey. It's made from a four-year-old bourbon spiked with holiday spices. So your cinnamon, your nutmeg, clove, cocoa nibs, vanilla bean. Cacao. <laughs> the process to making this whiskey They take that blend of spices, they steep it in the bourbon. So we're confirming this is a bourbon because I'm...
0: Yeah, yep.
1: ...reading this, and the bottle doesn't say bourbon.
0: Their website does.
1: Yes, I know, but I'm just confirming on the bottle. The bottle (laughs) says it's a whiskey, but per their website...
0: All bourbons are whiskeys.
1: Yes, I know, but they normally (laughs) advertise if it's a bourbon whiskey. Yeah, true. So anyway... They steep it in their bourbon to extract maximum flavor and integration. Yes.
0: Actually. Actually. You're right. This is technically a whiskey. I don't think it can be defined as bourbon because they've added the stuff into it, but they use the bourbon to create it. Okay. They use their bourbon, but you're right. Because of the stuff they've put in this, I don't think yeah, you I can was, like, characterize it this. as yeah. a bourbon. Yeah.
1: So, it's made from their bourbon, but it's a whiskey.
0: Yeah. I think that's Technically.
1: Accurate. Um, Justin, why don't we, why don't you give us the profile on this? Now, there's no information on their website or anything, so we're going main, just based on our own, like, here's what we smell, here's what we taste.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna have to rely on you a little bit on the nose, because my nose is a little stuffy with my sickness here, but... Uh,
1: cinnamon? Yeah. (laughs) It almost, like...
0: When you open the bottle, it almost which, smells by way, like it Christmas. Has that glass the glass topper, topper. Yeah. which I think is really cool. She's now sniffing the bottle, putting her nose in the whiskey. <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> pretty much. Um, I get all those spices: that cinnamon, the clove, the nutmeg. Yeah, it's all right there. That's in the. There's this like sweetness in the smell of it too.
0: Yeah, um, it definitely. I mean, you op- you. Open that bottle, and you smell it, and it smells like, it smells holiday, like holiday baking. Yeah. It yeah. just
1: smells like the it's holidays. very good.
0: And then the palate, why don't you drink All right. and tell me what you taste. Um, From tasting this before, I mean, it, it tastes like you would think. It's got so much spice to it, um, but in a very good way and a sweetness.
1: And a burn. There's like a, a, a little bit of a burn there.
0: See, I don't get like, much burn. Maybe it's my dulled senses. <laughs>
1: yeah, it has a little bit of something to it. Um, I remember, so we did taste this at your parents' house. Yeah, over this last weekend. However, we were also tasting an <laughs> Irish whiskey, um, a
0: rye whiskey, a rye
1: whiskey, and this. And I, I have become like a firm believer that like it's fun to taste like different whiskeys and bourbons. It matters the order you taste them in. Oh, it absolutely. matters what you're comparing them with. We didn't like this. At least I didn't care for this when we tasted at your parents. Oh
0: really? I did. trying it
1: by itself now. It's like yes, this is like a this is a unique whiskey. It's yeah. really good, and I'm glad I gave it a second try because I don't think we tried it properly the first time. So I yeah. think there's a right and a wrong way to try whiskey and bourbons, and we didn't do it correctly. <laughs> and if we we're going to do all that many. We should have been sniffing coffee beans in between or something. True. Um,
0: I get a, So just on the finish, do you get a lot of cinnamon? Do you have a cinnamon taste yeah. in your mouth? Me it's too. It's
1: almost like a, like a, you know the cinnamon candies? Like yeah. the round yep. Red Hots. No, right. not Red Hots. Just no. Just the,
0: the red and white the peppermint type things. No, they're it's not, not peppermint. peppermint. It's cinnamon. It's cinnamon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, whatever they're called. The yes. Fireball
0: flavored candies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of.
1: <laughs> But it's this isn't comparable to Fireball. No, though. not at all. Um, that's why I've been like kind of staying away from saying Fireball right. because it's not.
0: It's much better in my opinion. It is,
1: yeah. and, but it's also not like a. I don't know that it's a substitute for Fireball either. Like no. it's not.
0: Fireball is like a cheap shooter whiskey kind of. Yeah. This is not. No. But this um, is
1: fancy. It's fancy for our sweater weather, our old fashioned. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I think it's great in the old fashioned. I like it by itself. Mm-hmm. I also think this would be really good in coffee. If you wanted to make Ooh. a coffee whiskey drink, Maybe like an Irish tea. coffee, do you think tea? Oh, this Ooh.
1: weekend, I had a... Hot,
0: hot toddy. It was a
1: scotch. Could, it yeah. was my first, like, scotch drink. I've never yeah. really had scotch.
0: Scotch, scotch, scotch.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, that we had, I had, it was a scotch mule with tea yeah. and lemon and... I don't remember what else was in it, but it was very good. I think this would be good in something like that with Agreed. tea and lemon and yeah. Agreed. Oh, ginger beer, wasn't it? Duh, it's a mule.
0: Yeah, true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so um, anyway, just for a little bit more information, this is an 80 proof whiskey. Um, it's 71% corn, 21% rye and 4% malted barley.
0: Yeah. And so a whole lot of spice. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's why you get kind of a sweetness, too, because 71 percent corn mm-hmm. is going to have more sweetness to yeah. it for sure.
1: But overall, um, we really like I would I'm going to speak for both of us, Justin. We really like this whiskey. It's fun. It's a fun. Yeah. Make some holiday drinks with it. Type of whiskey. Um, Only available ar- around this time of year. So it's yeah. not going to be available much longer and you'll might have to wait till next year for it to come out.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely recommend picking it up if you see it, because it, it's really good, and it's great for the holidays, yes, for sure. absolutely. I don't know why. I'm Just as I'm tasting it on its own, I'm thinking of a drink that has, like, cranberries in it. I know we made a cranberry drink last year.
1: That was not with whiskey. No, I know it
0: wasn't, <laughs> but I'm thinking a drink that has cranberries would blend with this very well mm-hmm. for some reason. That's just what's going on in my head right now as I'm thinking about it. <laughs> well, Miranda, mm-hmm. the whiskey's very good, but I have something exciting.
1: What is your ex- what's exciting?
0: We have a mailroom question and I have a new mailroom song. What? Yes. I, oh,
1: my goodness. I'm so excited because we haven't been we haven't done a mailroom in a while. Like with me being in and out sick and just
0: some holidays. Yeah. And, just yeah.
1: Everything going on. We haven't done. a. So you have a song and we have a mailroom.
0: Yes, I have a song. Right, we have a mailroom. Let's
1: open this mailroom. All right. letters in packages
0: down the rail my favorite thing is to deliver the mail. <laughs> that was the mail delivery song from thomas and friends a suggestion from my dad oh my god <laughs> i'm not sure how he found it maybe he was just sitting around watching thomas the train but he suggested as it. your dad normally does right right <laughs> So I thought um, he thought that would be a good one, and I think it's kind of fun. It's not our winner. I can not tell the by your your face. It's
1: not. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Randy. It's just not the winner. <laughs> um, we're
0: gonna make our own next year.
1: Yeah, I'm telling you, the winner will be whatever we create.
0: Yes, I hope you guys have enjoyed our pod this year because we have a lot of ideas for next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna be coming back next season. I mean, not that we're done this season, but. Um, we already I mean, have this some ideas. The season is
1: coming to an end yes, here, shortly. sadly. I know. It's gone so uh, fast. Yeah.
0: Anyways, our question is from Dominic at Twitter dom underscore allard24. Dom says, Kamara, Zeke, Sanders. I can only pick two for the playoffs. Now, I don't know if this is PPR or not, but just at face value here, who do you like of those three? You have to pick two, Miranda.
1: Okay. Repeat. Who is it again? Yes.
0: Alvin Kamara, okay. mm-hmm. Zeke Elliott. I said Zeke. I, but well, I I'm sure you games. knew, yeah, <laughs> and uh Miles Sanders, so we got saints Kamara oh, okay. Cowboys Zeke, and Eagles Sanders,
1: right off the bat, I'm taking Zeke and Sanders,
0: oh really, mm hmm okay, you're taking the n f c beast <laughs> both in the n f c east yes. Um, yes. just gut, just going with your gut, or well, just
1: listening to that, um. Okay, well, let's start with Ezekiel Elliott, who I have rostered in a couple leagues, and he's been doing. He's I've been starting him pretty consistently. Um, I believe he's ranked 18th right now. Yeah. Um, the next two weeks, he plays the Eagles, <laughs> who are ranked 13 on the run defense. So that's going to be a tough, a tough game. Okay, he has two tough games coming up. Titans, who are ranked second on the run defense. However, I'm still picking Zeke because...
0: They do run the ball a lot.
1: I'm just going to pull up one of the leagues I have him in. So the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games. Okay, last week he only got 14.1. But the previous six games before that, all above 15 points. That's consistent. That is reliable. Zeke is somebody you can rely on. So I'm going with... Zeke because he's reliable and he's definitely gonna get you the points Sanders is a 10th ranked running back in the league right now um the next two weeks he plays Dallas and then the Saints um okay th- I guess these are hard matchups yeah because Dallas is third ranked defense um the Saints tied for 13th ranked run defense um but it's miles sanders and i just feel like you have to go with him um
0: they do have one of the strongest (laughs) run um blocking o-lines for sure
1: yeah i mean so that why don't you just give me your input i can tell from your face you disagree with me here on something yeah no i do give it to me what do you have
0: so i'm gonna go with kamara and sanders myself um I know Kamara is the the lowest-ranked guy, points mm-hmm. um, here. He's 21st. But the next two weeks, he plays Cleveland, who is the 30th-run-ranked defense. So they're, there's only two teams worse than them. And then he does play the Eagles, which we already said is 13th-ranked. And then Sanders, I know he was a dud this week, but he's just kind of been a, a reliable guy. Um, if you're looking at averages, Miles Sanders has averaged 13.69 a week. Ezekiel Elliott 12.83, Kamara 12.1. So they're all very close. Sanders leading the way there. So we do agree on Sanders. Well,
1: we do, but you said what? 13.
0: Point what? Uh, Sanders 13.69.
1: I just got done telling you of the last. If you want to go seven games that Elliott has played 14 and above.
0: Sure. Well. I understand. Take that, out last but week
1: and it's above fifteen points on all six of those games that he played before that.
0: Well, if you take out last week's dud that Sanders had against uh the Bears, his last three twenty nine and a half, ten point eight and twenty eight. So he's got some big scores there.
1: I still Yeah, but Elliot gives you <laughs> Zeke gives you that. Well,
0: what worries me about Elliot is um he shares with Tony Pollard. Yeah, he shares with Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard is a sixth-ranked running back. He's a better running back than Zeke, so if he has a hot hand in any given game, I feel like he that gets That hot hand in
1: any given game hasn't affected it, it, Elliot's... <laughs> wow, I keep saying Elliot. That <laughs> hot hand in any given game hasn't affected Zeke's numbers.
0: Yeah, no, I I get that. I just That's what scares me With away from that Zeke.
1: share, okay, it scares you away, yet consistency... While he's been sharing with Tony Pollard, 15 points and above. I
0: will say all three of these I think are good choices. I know. I just like Sanders Mm -hmm. because of how much they run the ball, even though they didn't against the Bears for whatever reason. And especially if Hurts is hurt, they're going to run the ball more. And then I like Kamara's upside against Cleveland, who's the 30th ranked run defense next week. So that's why I'm picking those two.
1: Kamara, like, (laughs) he Um. is...
0: I'm going to I'm gonna give
1: you no, because I so disagree with you. I can't believe you're going to pick Kamara <laughs> over Ezekiel Elliott. I, I so
0: am, though. I no, think it has listen more to this.
1: The last one, two, three, four, five, six <clears throat> games, okay? 7.7, 7, 6, 10.9, 4, 4.7, bye week, 11.4.
0: Read the four before that.
1: That's irrelevant. (laughs) 20.4, 15.4, 14, 38.3. He is ranked 21 because he had a 38.3 game. Do you really think in the next two games that's going to happen? They played the Raiders (laughs) when he got that 38-point game.
0: I understand that. I get that. Um, And I guess if you're looking at the fact that Zeke plays the Eagles, he got 15.1 against them last time. So that's
1: still 15, 15.1 is higher than the numbers that you average Sanders at.
0: All right. Well, we agree on Sanders, <laughs> right? We agree on Sanders. You like Elliot. I like I Kamara. I, I can see the argument for either. I, I, I can. Yes,
1: I can see. Yeah. Kamara has an easier schedule. We'll yeah. look at him. He had when they played. I'm just trying to find a shit team aside from Las Vegas <laughs> Raiders. Um.
0: I just. Yeah, I like him. You know, I. I get what you're saying, but thirtieth and thirteenth, I like his strength of schedule better.
1: That's and he has a better. I'm not going to argue with you that he has a better strength of schedule. Mm -hmm. I mean, the numbers prove that. We can see that. The numbers also prove that he is not reliable for a boom. A one in the entire season, one 38 point game does not give him a big boom potential.
0: It was a fluke one
1: off game that he got 38 points when they were playing the Raiders. Yeah. He is not going to consistently get you double digits, which Elliott will.
0: Now, if this is PPR, does that change your mind? Because in PPR, Kamara is ranked 16th to Elliott's 20th. Because he does factor into their pass game a lot more than Elliott does in the Cowboys pass game. Because well, okay. Pollard's well, kind of their pass pull game. pull
1: him okay. up in a PPR game.
0: It's still, you're going to look at the points and make the argument that Elliott's more consistent. I can tell you that already.
1: Okay. But that is my argument, though. That is my argument behind picking Ezekiel Elliott is that he's consistent. And it's the playoffs, and you don't fuck around during playoffs. the playoffs. <laughs> Are you really going to take a gamble on Alvin Kamara when you know Ezekiel Elliott is probably going to get you 15 points?
0: That's tough. I, I yeah, like Kamara Yeah, Kamara better. might
1: have a 20-point game. He might also get you four points because if you look at what he's been producing lately, he might get you four points, or you could have had a guaranteed 15.
0: Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying.
1: I don't know. I think it's risky going with. I, I get what you're saying, but I'm really firm in Ezekiel yeah. Elliott. He hasn't. He's been.
0: And I like playing the matchups. So I know that. You're going for the consistency. But when
1: I'm looking at the league that I'm in the playoffs in, just mm-hmm. so you know, with Ezekiel Elliott, he has been my – I'm definitely – I've thrown him in my flex spot, but he's been consistent for me. Yeah. And I know I'm definitely going to be getting this.
0: I know. I, I traded for him because of his consistency. Mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. I just – looking at the strength of schedule, I like Kamara. Our friends are probably in a corner right now. <laughs> like- like, not wanting to look away, but also trying to avert making eye contact. We, haven't
1: gotten, we are arguing right now, everybody. Like, this is, we're arguing.
0: She's giving me eyes over the keyboard, and I can't meet them because it's too intense. Uh, hey, we got an orange in our old fashioned. All right, well, there you have it, Dom. This is good. Um, Thank
1: you for that question. Um, I think that I'm right. You can take Kamara and (laughs) not pick Ezekiel Elliott. But definitely, we can both agree you're not going to bench Sanders. Yeah,
0: yeah. keep Sanders.
1: Don't bench Elliott either.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You can decide if you want to listen to me and Miranda. In fact, um, let us know. Let us know which ones. I
1: want to know. We want to know who won. Furthermore, just so you know and everybody else listening knows, we're going to be tracking this.
0: Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Just like the Noah Fant thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's fine. We can do that.
1: We are doing it. Or it's <laughs> not a we can do this. We're doing it.
0: <laughs> okay. We're doing it. <laughs> um, I, What was our Noah Fant would be a top 10 over the playoffs. That started this week. Yeah. So. um,
1: Where is he right now?
0: I'm going to look. I'm going to look real quick to see how he finished this week. Um, give me one second here as I'm pulling it up. Talk amongst yourselves or do whatever you need to do. I'm just
1: going to take a drink of this old fashioned I have not. Oh, I.
0: You need. I'm more. not trying
1: to diss you as a bartender. You normally make really good <laughs> old fashions, but you have not been bringing it lately, and I brought it today.
0: You brought it today. All right. Well, that's fair. So, not counting tonight's game because it hasn't played yet. He is ninth right now. So he fin- He's going to finish. And Green Bay nine. plays. Green Bay plays the Rams, the Rams. So you have Higby or Robert Tunyon um fa- finished with 11.7 which, which is good for night so this
1: is one, week one top week one. we all know we week one numbers weeks. don't matter <laughs> we got two
0: more <laughs> weeks to two more weeks to see if my prediction was correct all right it's starting off good though starting off good
1: towards the back half back end of it Oh <laughs> well, that's all right it's <laughs> almost edged out <laughs> still in the we top didn't 10 we don't even have all the data
0: <laughs> all right miranda do you have anything else today
1: I just have to say this is a damn good old-fashioned.
0: It was very good. And, in fact, mine's just about gone. Going once, going twice. Sold. Old Fashioned Football.